Hello. Hello. How you doing? Good. You? Oh, not bad. Just trying to figure out uh, the mixer because I was going to try and do it through the phone, but I, I went I went in my uh, my tickle trunk, so to speak, and uh, went to try and find all the cables that I had. Um, so I got a bunch of cables. Now it's just a random, you know, how to kind of hook it up to see if it'll work. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm a little late here. I just wanted to oh, make yeah, sure I was... Um, well, I guess we could start with this, I guess. So, <laughs> well, have, did you pick a topic? Uh, did I pick one? No. Not really. I was thinking of one on the way home, and um, I thought of it, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> oh. I was, um, I was almost, I, I guess I could talk about, because we always talk about driving shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, I mean, we could we could talk about your experience this morning. Yeah, I think that might be a, an interesting one. So, yeah, because I didn't I didn't get all the details. I just kind of got the, kind of the gist of it. But uh, yeah, if you could kind of shed some light on your morning morning commute commute to work. Yeah. So yeah. So this morning on the way to work, I left early because uh, we we're well. Today was an interesting day. So today was the funeral for Corey's dad. And uh, we, you know, I was planning to go do that, so I decided I was going to go into work early, and right. uh, took the perimeter to work, uh, which is the the road that runs around the fair city of Winnipeg. It basically is it's a circumference. I think in French they call it the cir- circumference road. Yeah, um, the border. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I take that to work. It's faster, um, right. but it was pretty icy, and uh, I got. I got clipped uh, this morning, where I get hit. I get hit from behind. So there's this uh, there's this hill that you go that you go up and then go down, and then um, at the bottom of the hill, the tra- the traffic was backed up almost to the bottom of the hill. So I had okay. to, I had to stop fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Hang on, I'm just closing my my map thing is on. Okay, and it's talking in my <laughs> ear, and I can't hear you. Um. Anyway, so I had to, you know, at, well, I get over over the top of the hill. You can't see the bottom, and then um, it's still going. What the hell? Okay, now I'm good. Anyway, so I was going down the hill, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's backed up! I'm gonna have to stop real soon." So I hit the brakes. They had no effect. So then I'm like, okay, shift it into neutral, pump the brakes, because I got an older car, it does an auto pump. Just pump right. the brakes. Car started to go sideways a little bit. So I uh I added a little bit uh, a little bit of gas to kind of straighten myself out, kind of play between the, the brake and the gas. Mm-hmm. As as I don't know, as you would. I think most people who know how to drive, it's, you, you got to balance. Like if you just straight brake, you're going to go sideways. That's just the nature of you know velocity and and trajectory and all that sort of stuff. Right. So I put on the brakes, straightened myself out. Or sorry, I put on the brakes. Then I hit the gas to straighten myself out. And I was pumping the brakes. I was in neutral, and I was slowing down. I was not slowing down as fast as I would have liked, right. but I still had, yeah. You know, I mean, I still had like I don't know 100 feet in front of me, so. I was going to stop in time. Got me sweating a little bit, but, you know, I regained control of the car. Mm-hmm. The guy behind me, not so much. 
<laughs> so he, he saw me, you know, swerving a bit and straightening myself. So he started stopping and he hit his brakes from his description. I, I don't know. Right. He hit his brakes and, you know, he started sliding. So he was trying to, like, avoid hitting me because right. I was I was able to successfully slow down right. better than he was. So he was, like, trying to avoid hitting me. So he did hit me in the back bumper which set me off a little bit, but I was able to correct again. And uh, he, you know, avoided hitting a pole mm-hmm. and uh, went into the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he he hit you, though. He hit me, yeah. And, and, then, and then he ended up in the ditch. Yeah, he ended up in the ditch. So uh, there's another guy that stopped uh, to check on both of us. And right. <laughs> the funny thing was, the guy comes out, like, a r- really nice kid. He must have been, like, 25 or maybe even younger. Right. You know, he checked to make sure we were okay. Um, so, you know, we checked on the guy that was in the ditch, you know, make sure because, you know, like, maybe he hit his head or something. But he did. Right. He was fine. And then... Uh, Didn't you have to open the door or something? Cause yeah, well, he was... was so his, the, dri- the driver's side was dipped. Right. So... He couldn't open the driver's side door at all. Right. Um, so he had to get to the passenger side. So he, he just, he couldn't, because oh, of the angle, he couldn't get out. Right. Like, without assistance. And, you know, he was, uh, he, was uh, he had a little bit of a meat on his bones, so, I mean, he wasn't as, you know, flexible <laughs> or agile to be able to get out. So um, I, I helped him get out. Uh, anyway, so the guy, the guy that was helping us both, make sure we were okay and stuff. He looks like Hayden from the office, like from my office. Oh, okay. So he comes up and I'm like, um, I, was, I was sure it was him. And I'm like, hey, hey, thanks for stopping. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's <laughs> uh, funny. It's like giving a high five and then, you know, going slicking your hair back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, ooh, yeah. <laughs> It's kind of funny, but uh, now, you, I, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say. So, you've driven both types of vehicles: the older vehicles that don't have ABS, and the ones that do have ABS. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay, so would you say ABS is is more of a uh, foolproof uh, uh, type of thing, or do you prefer I, the pumping? Which one's your? I don't know. Which, man. What's your take on that? I think the ABS is good for uh, a driver that is less experienced. They just mm-hmm. pull the brakes down and, you know, it does all the work for you. Right. But if you've been, you know, raised to drive defensively, mm-hmm. I think the ABS is, is detrimental. Because I, I, I don't know if this is true. I've never tried it, and I wouldn't dare. But if you pump your brakes on an ABS system, I don't think you're... I think your your leg can your brakes disengage? Well, I mean, take your foot off the brake, you don't have brakes. But I mean, when you put it on, it's just basically a pump, and it just it just you know yeah. does its little thing, and it just barely. I guess it depends on how hard you hit the brakes too. It will depend on how hard this thing will kick in. Because I know I've hit like a patch of ice, and automatically the pump comes on is. Type yeah. thing where it it wants to you know, but you're sliding through. It doesn't matter how much ABS you have, <laughs> right? 
but when it's that icy at an intersection, especially at a stop sign, you'll yeah. you know. So what, like, so I I think my preference is the the non ABS. What, what's your preference? Uh, I would say yeah, with ABS. You like yeah, there's ABS. less. But then, then of course, then you have the front-wheel drive versus rear-wheel drive. Well, all those things have an impact on exactly I, how it works. I, yeah. I mean, I find it harder stop because I'm so used to the rear-wheel drive vehicles, the older vehicles, that um, for some reason, when you put the brakes on with a front-wheel drive, it just screws everything up. Yeah. You tend to go sideways. <laughs> And they say that you're supposed to give it gas so that the wheels kick in and go the direction. That's bullshit <laughs> from what I've, what I've experienced. Because well, as soon as you turn the wheel at all, and if you give it any gas, it's going to spin. It's not going to, yeah. You're not, you're not going to get going any faster or stop any faster. Like in the, my experience this morning, like when I was pumping the brakes, I, like the reason I, I like the non ABS, but I'm more comfortable with non ABS because I've driven non ABS far longer than. You know, I've driven ABS, yeah, but it's I, like auto. <laughs> what's that? It's like autopilot in a plane. It's like you know what? Uh, I feel more comfortable flying myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Because like I found like as, as so as, when I hit the brakes the first time, like I just you know touch the brakes lightly because you don't want to just jam your brakes on, right? It's like okay, right. no effect. So then um, you know I hit it the second time. I kind of hit it a little bit harder. I didn't want to. You know, I was still testing the road. I wasn't going to pump my brakes yet, and I still had a long time to stop. But then I hit it, and then I started to go sideways. Okay, oh, right, well, that's not good. So I pumped the brakes a couple times, went kind of a bit sideways again. Then I let go. I let go of the brake, and then I hit the gas a bit just to kind of straighten myself out. Like, I don't know if that makes sense if I'm explaining that. I, I, I think when you're like what you're saying, like when you put the brakes on, your car starts to go sideways. Yeah, that is that is normally what happens with a vehicle with no ABS. You yeah. slam on, you lock everything up. You could be doing three sixties in the road. Yeah. When when it comes to the ABS, when you go to stop, I think uh, it helps with the wheel just kind of with the wheel adjustment, right? It kind of uh, stops and 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 lets the wheel go, and then stops and lets the wheel go at a whatever rate to the point where your wheels are still kind of turning and still kind of gripped to the road. Whereas when you've got them locked up tight, like you're at the mercy of, you know, gravity or, or how, or, you know, uh, was it velocity or <laughs> yeah, like your, your car wants to go, your, your, your tires are saying no, but your car is going, screw you. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everything. And if there's nothing holding it back, then, you know, way you go. But with the ABS, it seems to, you know, so it gets a little bit of grip on the on the ground. They so don't start doing pirouettes. Yeah. So like, what I liked about pumping the brakes this morning was okay. So I, I pumped the brake. Now I've reduced my my like my velocity starting to you know cut in half or, or whatever the ratio is. I I don't know the math or the physics, but mm-hmm. um, I do understand physics. So it's like okay. So now my speed has decreased. I'm still going fairly quickly, but my speed has decreased. So my momentum is, is less and I'm going to, you know, start slowing down, not fast enough, but I'm going to start slowing down. So that's when I did the adjustment, but I could gauge how I pumped it. Like, are you pumping going bang, 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 or are you spacing, spacing your pumps? And I spaced my pumps. I was like, okay, I I hit it once. It kind of slowed me down, but not really. So then, you know, 
the velocity of how I do the pumps is based on what the car is actually doing. Yeah. And so I was, I mean, it's funny. Like I was in, even though the car started to lose control, I was in full control because I knew, okay, this did this. Okay. That didn't do what I wanted to do yet because I'm still got too much momentum. So I just, right. I felt more in control of what was happening and I felt I was more capable of preventing the accident from happening. Like I was more capable. Yeah, it's like standard steering versus power steering. You can feel yeah. the road when it comes to standard steering. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I yeah, do I like standard if, way better. Yeah, and I don't know if anyone out there has ever experienced standard steering. Like it's not, I mean, if you're older, you know, yeah. you, maybe you've driven a vehicle that, that was standard steering. Uh, and it's strong arm steering, they call it. Yeah, but I, I do like both your hands. Yeah. I do like the standard because, like, if you need the more oomph, you know, it's just it's all all in how you shift. You know. Oh, and yeah, in, in your standard gearing, yeah, same same idea. You can really yeah. feel the road. It's not automatically. It, it's sometimes it's so smooth you can't even really tell what's going on. Yeah, so you're gonna exactly. have to. You can only go by what you hear with the RPMs of the engine and whatnot. And now with these special, because I know my daughter's Nissan. Uh, it it has such a glide to it. It doesn't even yeah. shift. Yeah, like, it, does. it doesn't go. You know, um, well, I drove, I drove the, the same. My old car was the same car as hers, but she had she had the sedan versus the, the sedan versus the hatchback. And yeah, I know. Like yeah, I totally know what you're saying. Like that's a, yeah. the Nissan was too smooth, and I, it was kind of nice because it was smooth. But at the same time, I was like I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, well, I mean, if you're on some or ice like. Regular fair weather is fine, but if you're on ice or something and it's it's being that smooth, I mean smooth is nice so that it doesn't jar the wheels, you know, loose. And I'm sure that's that's probably a great benefit of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah. So after that accident, I should tell you the whole train of okay. events. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, because it was it, it was. I mean, I'd never been part of anything like that before. So, I mean, I've had... Have you never been into an accident? No, no, I've been... I haven't had a lot of accidents. I think uh, this is like the fourth one. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no, fifth one, if you count the time I was in the car with you when you had that accident on uh, on St. James Street. Or was it St. James or Kuwaitin or something? Remember the uh, old guy cut in front? And then uh, I think you had your Trans Am think well and we got into an accident yeah you got into an accident i was in the passenger seat and it was with the firebird <laughs> i don't I remember that i don't know if it was the firebird maybe it was, you're, i can't remember what you were driving now but i remember you got in an accident all you did you kind of hit the back end of the guy like your front bumper hit i think like your right bumper hit his back bumper like the left side of the back bumper the guy cut out, came out of the parking lot of Polo Park, came right out, didn't look, didn't shoulder check, didn't do nothing. He just came out, some old guy. And then um, you hit him. A guy hit you from behind. And I think there was another car that hit that guy that was behind you as well. Are, are you and, sure that was me? <laughs> I don't remember any of this at no. all. And then, okay, no. well, so then we had stopped. And then... The old guy who started the whole accident, like, he pulled over. Everybody pulled over. Right. And the old guy, like, everybody stopped, and everyone's, you know, starting to exchange, or, I don't know, starting to exchange numbers or something. 
And then the old guy who was at the front of the whole thing said, it's okay, it's okay, I'm fine, I'm fine. But he never got hit. He's the guy that never got hit. The guy that caused all the accidents. Oh, yes, yes, Do you yes, remember that? yes. And then yes. he fucking took off. Pardon my, yes. sorry, pardon my language. He, the the yes. old guy took off. Like the guy I who caused that. the whole chain accident. I mean, yeah, he, it he wasn't cut, a big hit, but he cut off the guy, yeah. what, in front of you? or I mean, it was the guy in front of you, and you hit the guy behind him or something. Uh, it was a multiple thing, yeah. yeah like, when I got thing. hit, I got hit on this, on this, <laughs> I got hit by the side, okay, I put my brakes on, my whole front end swung over, and then hit the car in the other lane. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. And then we were all going to pull into the Polo Park parking lot. And then we all kind of like, well, where did, what's his nuts go? <laughs> it's yeah. like the one who caused the whole freaking yeah. thing. So we ended up getting nailed for the whole. Yeah, you all got nailed. Shipping. Yeah. I had, so I had that same, like my first accident, I hit a, I hit a curb. And it was the it was the same it was like deja vu it was the same same thing it was with my Saturn I was driving Saturn at the time mm-hmm. and the guy cut out didn't look shoulder check on he just came out of the parking lot didn't look I swerved to miss him if I so I swerved to miss him I was in the 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 right lane and I went into the middle lane. I wasn't able to stop right away because it was cars there. So then I went into the far left lane, which is a turning lane, when I couldn't correct it enough. That it, so I actually just just hit the curb, and it was enough to knock the front alignment out. Oh. Um, well, the, guy, the guy never saw anything. He just kept driving. So yeah, I, you're, you're better off to hit him almost because it's, well, it's well, like, oh, you didn't hit me. I'm good. I'm see ya. Well, <laughs> I caused okay, it, so, but, you know. Well, well when I went, I went and did a police report, Right, you're supposed to if it's over a thousand dollars. So I went and did the right. police report. I went to the police station. I said, I told what happened. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, you know, this guy, not a hit and run, but whatever you call, it, like he left the scene of an accident. And um, he said, did you get the license plate number? I said, no, I did not, because I was actually trying oh. to gain control of my car. Exactly. I was, you know, but you know. I'm not at fault here. He goes, well, you're 100% at fault. I'm like, how am I 100% at fault? Well, you didn't get the guy's driver's license. <laughs> if I'd have hit the guy, I wouldn't have hit him in the rear. I would have hit him um, kind of like the back corner. So I would have hit the driver's side on the back panel, but on the side. Yeah. So right. if I would have hit him, that's where I would have hit him. But right. I decided to be defensive in the driving and minimize the, you know, the accident. Right, and they said they said you're at fault. I said, well, no, I'm not at fault. Actually, I prevented an accident. He goes, look, I'm going to be honest with you. You would have been better off hitting the guy. I said, but what if I hit the guy, and he's an old person, he has a heart attack, and he dies? Like, is that the right call? Like, did I like? I don't think that's the right call, sir. Like, I, you know, no offense, but that's not the right call. Like, I might have, you know, prevented somebody from dying or suffering, you know, a bad injury. Yeah, unless you have witnesses or anything, then that's it's right. all hearsay. Uh, I try to get witnesses. Thing. So actually, yeah. that uh, out of the accidents I had, that's the only one where I was at fault. Right, and then it's like I was at fault. It's like, oh, you know, it took a while to get it back, and my wife mocked me <laughs> for a long time. I've never been at fault, but uh, anyway, so it, so the accident today. So after, so he hit me and he went in the ditch. Right, and then. 
sometime after, I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, another car uh, had the same issue stopping. Mm-hmm. And somehow they, they, I think they did a three six. I didn't see it happen, but this car didn't hit anyone, but there was front damage done to the car. So it must've had to have hit the Meridian somehow, but from the right. impact, they would have had to spin around to do it. So they did a three sixty, right? I guess. And that knocked another guy in the ditch. Cause he tried to avoid hitting her as she was spinning. And then after that, like about a minute, a few minutes after that, maybe five minutes, maybe less, um, there was like, an, I don't know if it was like a six or seven car pileup behind us. Right. But it was kind of more towards at the top of the hill or, or at the top of the bottom of the hill. But yeah, it was like bad. Wow. It was like really bad. And there was people injured in that, in that part. Cause uh, the, the fire truck showed up and I talked to those guys. The RCMP showed up. I talked to them. The RCMP was actually, I gave kudos to the RCMP. They were actually really cool. Uh, yeah. The guy came, talked to me. Uh, you know, like he said, I could have left, but I'm like, well, I'm not going to leave not until you guys show up. But, you know, I, I think it's proper to give a, a statement. I don't want to just leave. I, I know I'll be late for work, but he says, well, no, that's good. But, you know, yeah, well, especially when there's that many vehicles involved, they probably want to get the whole picture. <laughs> but yeah, but I also wanted to make sure everyone was okay. Like the one, the one lady, she was like, like the one who spun. I, she right. was beside herself, felt bad. She was like weeping. Well, like, I guess she's scared the shit out of herself. But so, anyways, so that was my morning. Wow. And then don't uh, look, asshole. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, it's like late for work by a couple hours as a, as a yeah. consequence. And then we had to leave for the funeral today. So my, you know, kudos to my work for being understanding. Yeah, no kidding. That's uh, that's a lot of, uh, that was a pretty, uh, pretty busy morning. Yep. And it was a busy day too. It was, uh, I, we broke a record for sure. We might've broken multiple records on, you know, on how much work came through today, but. Oh, but I don't talk about work on the podcast. Not really. Yeah. That's as much as I'll give. But <laughs> yeah, so it was a pretty colorful, entertaining morning. So now I'm taking the long way home, driving through the city. Everything's <laughs> sanded here. Everything's totally sanded on Bishop Grandin. Oh, I'm sure the perimeter is probably sanded by now. You think so? Especially in the first thing in the morning. Yeah, they wouldn't. Because uh, the snow was still, you know. Relatively fallen, I think. Did it? Yeah. Did it just snow this morning? I don't know. It was kind of like when I came out, there was you know a couple inches of of, uh, of snow on the ground that was fresh, so it was just kind of powdery. Yeah. So I mean that fell you know throughout the night, I guess. And we're supposed to get more snow coming. So taking off my sunglasses now. I'm at that apex of the sun. Oh, I couldn't. I can't see it's too dark, but then I can't see because the light's just cresting the ridge line. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, so we did the funeral after. Mm-hmm. It was actually a good funeral. Or, no, not a funeral. What did they call it? Um, felt more like a wake than anything. It's a celebration of life, I believe. Celebration of life, that's what they called it. And it, was, it was good. Corey, uh, Corey spoke very well. His wife spoke very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, their daughter spoke very well. She actually recited a poem 
It was good. Yeah, it was very yeah. good. Yeah, Corey's that was pretty, pretty damn cool. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, I, I didn't know him that well. I think I know his mom better than his dad, but like I didn't realize all the stuff his dad had done. Like his dad, pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, he's a uh, crazy, crazy curler. Yeah, he was a uh, Briar champion, nineteen eighty four, I think it was. Yep. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. And show that video of the actual like the end of the match where he gets that point, like the yes. Oh my uh, god, I don't know. I got goosebumps. That was pretty. That was cool <laughs> to watch. Like that was like yeah. I actually, I, I restrained myself. But I wanted to stand up and go yeah, because <laughs> it was cool, <laughs> man. He's like, oh, I don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I mean, it was but cool, it was, man. He just he he had so he he knocked the final rock in. They gave mm-hmm. them the victory, but I think they were behind like three points, or I, I don't know how curling worked exactly, but they were behind. I think is how they said it was. And the last rock that he threw was the one that gave him the championship. Right. Like that's pretty freaking cool. And they were they weren't the favorites to win. So I, I don't know. That was awesome. <laughs> Makes me want to watch curling. Yeah. Have you ever curled? Uh, nope. Have you? No, I've been asked to be on the team. Um, oh, but yeah? it was like, yeah, but it was like, yeah, you know what? I kind of like my downtime. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go out in the cold in the rink. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not big uh, beer drinker because uh, I know a lot of. Well, you have to drink beer to play curling. Like I think. Yeah, that, I think that's a prerequisite. I think. Yeah. Oh, I see an ambulance here. Oh. Coming up. It's where they're going. I think they're going, yeah, they're going the same way I'm going. Or are they going straight through? Oh, no, please don't go that way. I can't even skate. Yeah, I've I can't. Never, I've never been a skater. We had a that pond behind the house when yeah. growing up. But did you, and you you had skates, right? Well, I had these Howie Meeker hockey school skates that were made <laughs> Howie <of> Meeker? <laughs> Howie Meeker. Sit right <laughs> on the side. <laughs> they had the emblem and everything. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, oh, and they were about a size too small, so my big toe and my left foot always rubbed. Oh, jeez. Always too tight. I couldn't skate pop, probably, probably because of that. I just oh, knew. But I'd go to the, in the back of the pond in the backyard, and we had a, because we lived in the country, we had a septic tank, of course, and the septic field was further down just before the creek, or what would they call it? Was it a creek? creek I guess, yeah. I guess creek. Yeah. <laughs> like in the summer, you see tadpoles going to, around type thing so yeah so that was uh the field where the cows were and then we had uh, when it froze over it would overflow so then i'd go out there with the so we're skating on piss and stuff well because it always had a yellowy color (laughs) i remember that now when you looked at the ice it sometimes would have like a uh, i don't want to say yellowish brownish (laughs) but it would have a I don't know. It, it just—I don't think it was pure. But well, but I'd, I'd use a, I'd, I what I have a hockey stick that was broken. So we went to oh my god, was it Home Hardware? Oh no, or wait, was, was it Home Hardware? Or we or had? Was it? I think uh, it was Home Hardware. Was it Continental? We, we didn't have Menards or uh, Rona. No, or no, 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 no. I think no, it was Home Hardware. Might have been Home Hardware, or it became Home Hardware later. I can't. I remember. Home hardware. It was one of those places anyway. So, so I picked up a, it was a replacement blade. 
So basically, it was a sleeve that sleeved over the hockey stick, and then it had two screws that went in, and you could oh, use that as, yeah. as the hockey stick, right? Of yeah. course, this thing weighed way more than the regular hockey stick because this oh, extra yeah. piece was pretty heavy. So anyway, that's what I had for a hockey stick. And of course, we didn't. I didn't have a hockey puck. Uh, so basically, when you're out in the field, you either had uh, it was either cow shit or or a horse shit. <laughs> yeah. So so the horse had. Uh, you know, if if you did an okay sign uh, with your hand, I mean, yep. that's how big they were. They weren't, you know, and they came out. If you've ever seen, I mean, this is kind of gross, but anyways, uh, a horse is way different than a cow when it comes to uh, its excrement. Yeah, <laughs> a cow. You've heard the, you've heard the term cow patty. Well, that's what it is. It's just basically, yep. you know, just just take a, a full bowl of oatmeal. Uh, just drop it on the ground. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's what it's. That's what it kind of looks like. Uh, horse is more of a, a, a stack of buttons coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, they kind of look like vertebrae. <laughs> but anyway, you use I'm just one thinking of those show notes right now. Horse shit versus <laughs> cow shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, so yeah, so so we use the, the horse one as the hockey pucks. I mean that's. I mean, you're, you're, you're skating around and you go, oh, okay, uh, I'll go over there and, and grab, you know, because they're frozen, right? Yeah. You don't want to be doing when they're thawed out by any means. But that was that was kind of the pastime. Uh, if you went out skating in the pond, you went out by the, you know, <laughs> by the <laughs> creek that had the weird, you know, lines in it, and then you had to find uh, something as occupied. So yeah, that was kind of the the winter the winter thing. In the summertime, you'd fly kites out there, uh, and uh, actually, cousin, cousin Mike had a boomerang. Okay, uh, it was a red plastic boomerang. Oh yeah, and we yeah. didn't know if it yeah, and we didn't know if it worked. So we needed a big field to try it out on. So that's what we did. We were out in the field, out in the cow pasture, you know, in our rubber boots, and then we'd throw this thing. And of course, it would do like an arc, and then it would you know kind of come back. And if you threw it you know, uh, underhanded, you know, uh, vertically or horizontally, it would go up It would, and then come down. But, you, you know, it's not something you'd want to catch. No, not really. Uh, and, and multiple times we've had it, you know, go into a cow patty. Um, <laughs> yep. Where the, where the outside of the cow patty is nice and crusty. Yep. Uh, but the interior is still kind of soft. Steamy. <laughs> and steamy. Um, and green, I guess it must be from eating all the grass, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but hey, we're ra- on rating farm. juggernaut episode today. <laughs> <laughs> but when you live on a farm and you have all these, uh, the animals and we actually had that piece, we may have talked about this before, right outside the back door of the, uh, of the barn. You know, you take the wheelbarrow and then you go out and then that's where you dump it all, right? Yeah. And you'd ha- and you'd have neighbors coming over with tractors, you know, just loading her up like for their, you know, fertilizer for their gardens. It was not as, uh, uh, was it no scented? Uh, Wait a minute. So scent. people were taking our manure? <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You remember the guy up the street that had like, the was pump? Dad selling it? I don't. I don't think he was selling. It. I think they just came and grabbed it. I think I don't know. I wasn't involved with any financial part. I was, pretty, I was still pretty young. I, all I remember is the guy from up the street. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it Doris? Uh, her dad? 
I'm trying to remember now. That was a long time ago. Uh, so he'd come down. This little, it was a little uh, thing running run off of a tiller motor, okay? And he had it in the front. And this thing, he'd have like a, it was like a, a throttle. And then he just, it would just go, but, 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 and then he'd be hauling this, this trailer. So then he'd show up and then he'd load, you know, the manure and then he'd put, but, 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 way back up the street. <laughs> Who, was, that the one? On, was that someone on our road? Yeah. Who was it? Um, okay. Well, you remember Andre? Andre, yeah. Andre? Yeah. Uh, up the street? Yeah, Andre. Okay, well, his, his, yeah, so his neighbors, uh, was Duris was more my age, and then I can't remember her sister's name, uh, Jacqueline, or. Uh, oh, that sounds right. Uh, it leads me now. But, um, yeah, at one point, actually, I think their house burnt down. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And then you remember the pit? Oh, yeah. You used to go to? Oh, yeah. Um, Not to be confused with La Pitapo, which we talked about on a previous episode somewhere, but different pit. Pitapo. Oh, really? Pitapo. Yeah. yeah, no. That, that's, that we'll talk about that in another episode. Yeah. It was good this was this was where I mean you'd see the RCMP go down there, and this is where they would they would go target shooting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And not just then, there would be other people who go there, and you could find empty shells, you know, everywhere. So I, I'd go into where they were firing and start digging out these chunks of lead and. You know the bullets uh, type thing, which was which was pretty cool. But anyways, um, in in this place, it was like Nora Kilvey, Kilvey, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. His name. It was down that road. So he went down that road and in into the pit, and they had like old. Sometimes they had like old cars and stuff. It was it, I don't know if it was a dumper or it was just you know, his property. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> but, question. But I remember when that when you that house burnt down. stuff there all the time. Like there's always like weird things you could find just digging in the dirt. Well, that was the thing when the house burnt down. I think that's where they put it all. Oh, because it had it had that burnt smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anything, like I had, and like you said, if you dug through, you could find. I found a measuring tape, and this would have been like a seamstress type measuring tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a beige round piece with a red button in the middle and then you pull it out and you hit the red button and it, it would go back in. I was like, Oh, I could use a measuring tape, but it's, it stunk so bad yeah. <laughs> of, um, of smoke. But anyways, we kind of got off on it. I don't know how we ended up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was history and... stuff. I like how, we... but the, the pit though, that was like a place where, um, we were pretty much forbidden to go there, but I don't know if we were always forbidden to go there. Well, like you, I know you got in trouble for going before. Yeah. I mean, I, I had gone with a friend of mine, Zap, uh, Shaw, but we well, on, uh, on motorbikes, right? Well, we went on no motorbikes, but we had brought our pellet guns and I had a BB gun and he had, I don't know if it was a pellet gun, I can't remember now, but I, we were goofing around. And I think I accidentally shot him in the leg. Uh-oh, I can't remember if it was accidental. <laughs> I believe so. Um, and it left a bit of a welt. Uh, and I remember oiling this thing, but the thing is you put too much. And what I had done is I put that red chainsaw oil. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was transmission fluid, one or the other. And I put it in. So now when you, when you went to fire it, it would go. 
so it was basically just slowing it down. So it wasn't like, boom, type thing, and then fire the BB out. It was like, so I had to kind of clean it out a bit. And I don't know if it ever worked right after that, because I think the, the seal probably swelled up. And <laughs> But, yeah, but the pit was, uh, it was, it was uh, they had fiddleheads there. Oh, that's right. Uh, we used to go, yeah, we used to go pick fiddle, fiddleheads uh, in the pit. And uh, my BMX one time, I uh, was out there, and I wasn't supposed to be. That was one of the times I wasn't supposed to be in the winter. And I went through the ice. And, uh, oh, I remember the BMX. Yeah, I, I just kind of scattered out of there. Uh, so, I, of course, I didn't know how deep it was. My foot got wet. Then I had to get Dad, and Dad had to come and do his uh, his lasso uh, thing with his rope <laughs> to get uh, get the bike out. Yeah, yeah, the pit. That was that was the place uh, to go. Yeah, motorcycles and stuff. That's where we would we'd go all the time in the trails and whatnot. And yeah, there's always people just gunning through there on their on their motorbikes. And- it was like uh, yeah. an off, not an off-road, but uh, I don't know, it was like going to see BMX Motorsports, like doing all these tricks and stuff. Yeah. Well, our road was actually, um, you know, people would tear down the road with motorcycles or whatnot because they were going out to, was a how do job or whatever? They were going down to get the bootlegger. Yep. How you and actually are, I would translate, I, translate that in English. How you do job. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the translation that would be. Well, Ohio, Ohio. Our name, our street name was called Ohio. Ohio, Road, now, which Clean. wasn't actually the name of our street, but it became the name of our street. Right. Ohio is short for Ohio, and Ohio. the job is of the devil. The le, le diable yeah. is a job. Yeah. So, but he was the yeah. hellraiser. <laughs> the hellraiser. Yeah. Uh, Kane, I don't know if you were there or you remember this, but uh, one time there was Kane and Cutie. Do you remember Cutie? Cutie, yeah. His yep. friend? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so was it Roger? Or I, and so, uh, it might have been Roger. Yeah. Okay, so one time, uh, Menea was babysitting in Nagul. So she was at the house, I believe. I think it was her. And... Um, uh, Kane and a bunch of friends. I don't know if they were going to see uh, the bootlegger or not, but I believe they were coming down the street. I think the cops were around, so what they did is they pulled into either the field at home, and then he, he I guess he had come up to the window. So the window right by the stairs coming into the porch. Yep. Like right there, the window was open, like because it was summertime. We didn't have air conditioning, right? So he came up to the window and he was talking to us, uh, saying that you know the cops were, you know, going up and down where the bootlegger was, and they were just kind of hiding out for now because I guess yeah. they, they were looking at them, trying to find them or something. I don't know the whole story. Like, and I was young because I don't remember the whole gist of it. But all I remember is, and after that, I think then they took off. And they and they went down there, but oh, what, talk to him. Uh, never talked to him again. I'll have to ask him what the whole yeah. story was if he remembers. <laughs> that was that was eons ago. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got some good stories. Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh my and god, probably he's got some great and stories. probably some that we we shouldn't broadcast. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm guessing. But, yeah, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
good old times. Back home. Would back you ever home. go back home? Would you ever live back east in New Brunswick? Um, Sylvia and I talked about it, mm-hmm. and we said probably, but not to be, not to be out there to work or anything. It would never be out there to work. It'd be like a place to just go cottage, you know? Right. Just kind of relax. I'm thinking more like retirement. Yeah, retirement. Because a lot of our family... But I don't know if I'd want to be there all year round, though. Like, I don't think it's a place I'd want to be all year round. No. Not quite all year round. You know, you go for a while, have some fun, and, you know, and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, the amenities are... well. I mean, back in the day when we left and coming to the concrete jungle here, yeah. I mean, uh, it, night and day difference. Oh, yeah. But as time goes on and you see videos and, and pictures of people from back home, and then even when I went to visit the last time, just the amount that has grown uh, and being a tourist place and now a lot of people wanting to to live out there, I'm sure real estate prices have gone up and and whatnot since we left. I wonder. I wonder if. Um, I wonder what it would be like to live there. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's a lot different. The last time I went, it's like what the hell happened. Yeah, like I I'd, I'd love to have the you know just have a house with just enough you know property like like where we used to live. Yeah. Where you'd have the field, and if you wanted to have, and if you had your toys, if you had your quads or your bikes or your uh, snowmobiles or you know any any of those type of toys, uh, it'd be the perfect place to have it. I'd oh, yeah. love to do that here, but uh, as you get older, it's like you know what? That's a lot of upkeep when you're yeah. when you're on a place where you know your driveway is you know 50 feet long, and you know you got a yard you know that's you know fairly huge. Where you have to cut it and it's maintained. I'm, I'm I'm so used to living, you know, in a house now where you don't have to do all that yard work. That uh, I'm getting kind of spoiled. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> true. Or old. <laughs> so you're home. Yeah, no one's greeting me. I feel. Oh. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Well, this is actually a fun episode. I'm glad we did it. <laughs> Thanks for coming with me today. Special shout out to Corey's family and hopefully everyone's doing okay. Yes. Eleanor drank your water. Oh my God. <laughs> and she spilled it. Okay. And she spilled your popcorn. Okay. Well, we're going to have to go clean that up. That isn't very nice. She ate it all. Oh, I can go get more popcorn. Luna ate it all. Okay, Todd, we'll sign off here. (laughs) All right, then. Okay. We shall talk to you later. Yep, see you later. All right. All right. All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye.